What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. Yeah, I feel I've I've been put on this earth to remind you just to push wisely. You can do it. You can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com, or follow along on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. All right, so starting things off with Quasi's latest Grand Prairie video. It dropped, uh, what, four four or five days ago, so last week. And I must mention, you have to listen, you have to watch and then listen with headphones. It's, it's, if you didn't do that the first time around, give it another spin and trust me, it changes everything. You know, so sounds, I mean, the sound, it just sounds so good, but try and use your best headphones as well the best ones you got but yeah they should almost have like a disclaimer headphones are required for this video so i just did it for him so here are some notes that i took along the way dane barker he got things kicked off in fact i had to do my first pause rewind moment about 43 seconds in that might be a record you know when when he bounced that tennis ball through that hole in the wall it was like just the right size for the tennis ball Talk about having to be very precise. That was some straight up like pandemic style skills right there. It reminds me of the video. It was it's going around a couple couple weeks ago or months ago of that dude bouncing. He had an, a Nintendo Wii and he would bounce the discs like into the unit and he all, did all these different variations. Same kind of vibe I got. So I need to know how many attempts that took though to get that tennis ball through. That was very nice, Dane. Very nice. So you know it's and I think I mentioned this before. You know, it's a good thing when I'm the first thing or the first few minutes I'm mentioning something that's not related to skateboarding in a video. That means it's most likely I enjoyed it. So you can kind of see where I'm going here. And speaking of non skate related content, what the hell did that teddy bear do to you, uh, Dane? Point on the teddy bear where it hurt you. Well, I mean, I guess you can't because the teddy bear is dead, it's all burnt up. That was brutal. I was like, I, I saw that. I get it. And speaking of brutal, how about that poor GTFO woman about a minute, 54 seconds? Oh, again, what the hell did you do to her, Dane? I'm seeing a pattern here, man. She did seem upset. Like, actually, no, she was livid. That pointer finger was like as stiff as like a, a piece of rebar. I mean, if there was ever a time for Andy Anderson to come rolling through, like, to kind of calm things down, you know, rocking his helmet, you know, it was there. That moment. (laughs) And you know, you know, he would have had her, like, feeling guilty for talking to him like an animal. Like, talk to me like I'm human, man. But that was legit. I mean, I wrote this down on my notes, too. Legit. She probably had 170 over, like, I don't know, 130 as far as her blood pressure. If you tested it right then and there. That was legit. She was fuming. Yeah. Curious to see what happened with that. But nevertheless, I enjoyed the his entire part. Every single trick. There's nothing I could point out. Dane killed it. And a great start to just the vibe and the overall, you know, rest of the video. So every trick, the music worked for me. Two thumbs up. I'm holding two thumbs right now. So, oh, and how about that ender, too? Damn. Next up, they had Bobby DeKaiser, who also killed it. I was mesmerized, literally, because I was wearing nice headphones just in the moment. 
think I had like a beer or two in me. I'm like, all right, cool. But I was mesmerized by the music and the filming. You know, I did another pause rewind moment about, it was about six minutes, six seconds. So it was a two trick line. There's just something about a fakie front flip, you know, down steps or anything. And to make it look so damn cool. I mean, I've only ever landed one on, on flat, but I, I can only imagine like how that one felt. And I've seen so many over the years, but that's a trick to me. I was like, ah, oh, damn, that's, that's when done well. It's one of my favorite tricks to see. It's just beautiful when executed perfectly. And don't think I didn't notice that smooth switch push too. I think you did a couple of them in there too. I don't think I didn't notice. I had to point that out. He too, though, had a fire ender. I had to watch that like seven times. I, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the quarter snacks for from for this from this video, I should say, it's gonna be like top ten, just quasi crazy. Now, is it me or did anyone get like kind of a strange feeling, like in, like in their gut, right after Bobby's part? I was like, who's the creepy dude in a big like puffy jacket, and what is he up to? And I thought it was gonna be some like Michael Myers type stuff going on. I was like, whoa. Why in the hell? Just the way he was walking and how stiff those like two other humans were. And the dog wasn't wagging his tail either. I was like, what is going on? And then dude <laughs> bolted across the grass. And I was like, what the hell did he do, man? What? And then I started cracking up when I caught on to what was going on. That dog took Michael Myers, a.k.a. Gilbert, down. Get him, Duke. <laughs> and I kept thinking outside of Rob Deerdeck or like the Jackass crew, who chooses to do that kind of stuff? <laughs> it was just freaking hilarious, especially watching his right arm. Well, his right arm and hand just just get thrown around like a rag doll. <laughs> oh, like I said, only to find out it was, you know, Gilbert Crockett, you know, the guy who likes to skate people's houses, like literally. How many houses did he skate in this part? That's all I wrote down. Was it three? Or maybe four? In fact, you know what? Let me check real quick. Yeah, he's not. He is currently not skating on my front porch. So I just wanted to. He hasn't been by yet. I just want to confirm. But yeah, dude, dude skated a tons, a ton of houses. Very cool to see. But I would have loved. Oh, man. Love to have been inside the heads of the two security guards. Started right around eight minutes, 50 seconds. If you've seen the video, you know exactly what I'm talking about. My guy was not having one bit of that action. Not one bit. <laughs> they, they say, you know, a picture says like a thousand words. Well, that image of him glaring at the screen, that says like a thousand cuss words. And then again at nine minutes, I almost spit out my drinks. In that. Uh, they were like, are you done yet? You good, G? So I need to get back to my CCTV inside. I need to go watch that footage. You're making me not sit. You're making me do my job. And once again, Andy Anderson would have—he would have served as a nice distraction there. Someone needs to bring, you know, basically bring those two, like a thank you card or something, or, or send them an email and just thank them for their time. They look so pissed, not having it at all. You know, it wasn't the first time they dealt with skateboarders before. Oh, that was classic. It's always exciting to see new Jake footage, even though in this video it was like a, a second, two seconds worth. But that Ollie, 
I didn't write too much of my notes for for him, but that Ollie was no joke. I had to bring that one back too. I was like, wait a minute. So the curb obviously isn't that steep, so he had to go super fast, and he had to clear those bushes and that ledge. That was that was sick. So hell yeah, Jake. Good to see you. Good to see you on there. Wish there was a little bit more, but anyways, we'll take what we get. And next they had Josh Wilson about 10 minutes in. Look at how high he had to ollie to get up that spot. The amount of leg power needed just to ollie up there. Let's take that in as one step, one part of the, the overall trick to set up here. And not even considering having to ride out a manual, you know, just that alone would be enough for most skaters, right? You know, you, you ollie up, you manual, you go down. But no, 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 no. Dude proceeded to kickflip up the four stairs that were basically like literally in his face as he landed. Not even a second later. No pushes needed. Actually, he didn't even have time for one. Very cool. Very, very cool. I was like, are you kidding me, Mr. Wilson? Are you kidding me? And I almost threw my laptop, honestly. Legit. I was like, come on, man. Not cool at all. I mean, you actually might be hearing from my lawyer regarding that one. I don't appreciate it. Not one bit. Portland, Oregon's very own Tyler Bledsoe. He had a bunch of great fakey manual variations. And that's what I wrote down because his part was also like only a few seconds longer than Jake's. But I, I see you, Tyler. I see you. Got to give you a shout. And I got to admit, I got sucked into the moment, the, the Bondo part, for those who have seen it. If not, you guys watch it and come back. But I was just about to click call over my kids have a nice like memorable teaching moment for them it was so like warm and fuzzy one that would be like forever ingrained into their brains you know one that they would talk about for generations to their kids and their kids would pass along you know i remember that one time with my dad i was watching this video it was so cute when that kid was saying bondo looks like icing and they better stir it quick and then he chimed in about how Gilbert can't read. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? Come again? <laughs> and then when he blasted L.A., I was like, oh, I just about lost it. <laughs> oh, so damn funny. And totally ruined my potential Brady Bunch family moment. Yeah, I'll give you guys that. The Bondo footage. Hilarious. And you know me. I have questions like, whose kid is that? Whose idea was it? How many takes did it take? How many how many times did that kid get to say that word? <laughs> oh, it was classic. Dick Rizzo killed it. And dude, he hadn't, before this, he hadn't put out much footage since like 2018, like late 2018 because he, he broke his ankle. So it's good to see like more of his talents in this video. And his ender had me scratching my head. I was like, how? How? Like, how do you not end up on your elbow or your head? Or, or you get you stuck. You get stuck and you just, oh, you get bodied. Crazy. And then we have the man of the hour, Justin Henry, who recently turned pro. So congrats and well-deserved on that. He had my brain hurt after the, it was that wall ride to no slide. You got, you've probably seen it already. 18 minutes, 16 seconds to be exact. Much like when I mentioned, what, 100 episodes ago on this show. Uh, yeah, it was episode 6. You can go back and listen. Skateboarding has gotten ridiculous. 
flat out ridiculous. A hundred episodes ago, I was complaining about this. It's ridiculous. And Justin, once again, reminded me that it still is with that trick. That was insane. Who in the hell goes to a spot like that and goes, yeah, I'm going to do that, this, you know, do that trick there. Well, besides Justin. It's crazy. And that's also a trick and a spot where I already know that video doesn't do it justice. It does not. Seeing that in person would blow my mind. So well-deserved on the final part. And I got to mention, though, is anyone else is anyone else thinking he was running from a dog at the end, too? I mean, they were setting it up all along, you know. I kept waiting to see the dog <laughs> go after them. You know, he didn't have the jacket on. Or even that little dog from Rizzo's part. I'm like, maybe they're going to bring that dog in and have the, you know that dog chase down you know Henry. But Justin made it out alive. But I was waiting to see him go down. I'm glad he made it out alive. So well deserved pro part. And it was all, this was only about 20 minutes of the video. There's an extra 30 minutes of extra B-roll, and I still haven't watched it. I just I'm like, oh, that's over. Cool. You know me. I'm. I'm like, all right, if I can squeeze in a 20-minute video, that's that's a success. So I, I'm like, I don't have time for an extra 30 minutes at this moment. But I'm going to check it out for sure this week sometime. So or whatever. But yeah, maybe after I'm done recording. Anyway, but but I guess the reason why is because I guess they pulled some prank on the foundation team. So I want to find out what that's all about. And yeah, so I'll check that out. So well done, Quasi and team. Well done. If you haven't seen it yet, I'll put the link in the notes. It'll be 20 minutes, you know, or 50 minutes, depending on if you watch the bonus footage or not, of your time well spent. Make sure you have headphones. I guarantee you will enjoy it. Pardon me. Just got to get a sip of water, as you know. This is a longer segment than I normally talk to. See, Quasi had me talking, which is fine. Next up, want to talk about an up-and-coming brand out of Western Australia. Panda Skateboards uh, founder Carmen Lee, who has been repping WA since the 90s and had a great interview in the latest issue of Slam Magazine. I want to talk about her and her brand because like many of us, you know, she had to overcome many you know ups and downs over the years. You know, that's always like a, a soft spot for me. I always want to give people the shine when they deserve it. And she even had to break an addiction to meth. So and, and that's an insane feat in itself. You know, we've all had at least one friend or family member whose life was completely destroyed by that drug and many others out there. But she's 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 it's a day to day challenge for her. She she still states that it's not just like it's gone. But but not only does she describe like the skateboarding scene growing up and she had, you know, back in the 90s, as she mentioned, there were no other girls around. No mobile phones, no social media, no skate lessons, a couple of indoor parks that weren't convenient to get to. So it was not the most, not that it is for any of us, but not the most straightforward path to becoming a brand owner, you know, right? So we've all been there and seen that. And of course, me, you know, having lived in a time when there was no social media, I can see how it's a benefit. It is a benefit for riders across the globe. You know, it's a chance to be seen and discovered. It's much more accessible, the technology that is, the access to the videos. Whereas back then, all you could do was send out your spots from your tape on VHS and hope for the best. But then with everything, there's good and bad. So the, the negative side of social media, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, too. And we all know 
what comes with that. So, but it was, I just figured I'd mention that because, yeah, she's, she's seen it too. She's seen both sides of it. Okay, here's how it was back in the 90s. And now she has this platform with her new brand, Panda Skateboards, and it's only going to benefit her and the brand. She even mentioned when, when and if she got caught by the police or security guard, she name dropped. She used to use Alyssa Steamer's name instead. <laughs> I was like, damn, no wonder Alyssa can't step foot in Australia now. She's like, she's like straight up banned. Well, not from the, the, I was making up that last part, but, but maybe she is, who knows? Maybe she doesn't even know, but how gangsta is that? She's like, oh yeah, my name's Alyssa Steamer. Mm-hmm. I mean, back back in the day, it's probably it was a little bit easier to get away with that stuff. But nowadays, like you know, it's like, come on, you'd probably get caught doing that. So, but then again, I wonder how Alyssa feels about it. It's almost like kind of like a a sign of respect in a way, <laughs> or not? You know, I'd be like, wait a minute, you're using, I'm a big time pro, and you're using my name. You're trying to ruin my image, man, or woman. Sorry, but depending on like how severe the situation she had herself in at the time, you know, or how bad it got. You know, who knows? There might be stuff out there that we don't know about. But anyway, so Carmen also talked about her recent shift in her uh, mentality too, namely as a female skateboarder and how much she enjoys helping others now. And as she said, she started Panda Skateboards to basically create opportunities for up-and-coming female riders now. So it's very cool. And as she said, quote, the rise of female skateboarding has been phenomenal. Very true. I agree. It's been an amazing thing to see just in the past decade. You know, it's only going to get bigger and bigger from here. Just the other day, I think, yeah, I was going around social media. There was like a six-year-old girl dropping in, I think, a 12-foot bowl. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 12 feet. But either way, very impressive. I've never done that, ever. Six years old and fearless, dropping in bowls like that. Yeah, future is very, very bright. And Carmen also explained why she named her brand Panda and how life-changing like therapy has been for her. And, and I quote, here's, here's what she said. I've hit rock bottom a few times, and I've been pretty much underneath the rocks. Wow, that's a powerful statement. And it reminded me of, the, it was a great Vent City episode, of, I think it was a few weeks back. It was really heavy on the therapy topic and Really, really, really good. So look it up if you are struggling or if you haven't listened to that yet. Go back. Great stuff. They had a ton of great personal stories and just overall advice. So just had to mention that. Just popped in my head. So as I said, Carmen Lee's interview, it can be found in the latest issue of Slam Magazine. The brand has only been around since April 2020, so just under a year. And it looks like they have been like releasing most of their content as I'm checking Yeah, most of it's on Instagram, so at panda underscore skateboard, so go give them a follow. I didn't see anything on YouTube yet, but I'm sure they will soon. Like I said, it's it's only been about a year, but they're cranking out content. they got some great riders on there, great footage already um, on the IG front. You can also check them out at pandavibe.com. Yeah, pandavibe.com.au as well, and I'll include the link in the notes below so you guys don't have to write it down. Looking forward to seeing what's next from Panda Skateboards. Well done, Carmen. You're doing great, great things there in Western Australia. So shout out to everyone listening over there. And finally, actually, let me do this. We've got another hot off the press moment on the show. Breaking news, if you want to call it. 
Last time I had something like this was when I was talking to my man Losco. So shout out to Nathaniel. Go listen to that episode and go check out his content as well. But back to the news. I mentioned this only because like literally minutes before I was going to press record for this this episode, Deshaun Jordan tweeted out the following. New beginnings at Toy Machine and included four pics of him, which is basically like, I should say four welcome to the team pics of him. There's also a video out now, but obviously I didn't have time to check that out. That was released a little bit earlier before I um, jumped on the mic as well. So I'm going to have to check that out. But I wanted to be the first podcast to report this. The first. Even though this is going to drop on Tuesday and the entire world's, world's already going to be well aware by the time that this drops. But it's all about the timestamps, baby. I've got the official timestamp. I wanted to be first. You heard it here first-ish. But putting on my like ESPN suit, tie, let me adjust the tie real quick. Yeah, I like this move. I think he will be a great fit there, and he's gonna he's gonna help. I mean, we all know the brand, but it's it's one of those established brands that's been around for a while. But I like this move, definitely. I like this trade. So congrats to Sean. My only question is, what is going on with business and company? You good, MJ? That's a legit question, MJ. Are you good? Let me know if you need. If we need to talk. I'm here for you. This might be a rough day for him. So that's all I've got for today. Be sure to tell a stranger about the show and tell him or her that Alyssa Steamer sent you. Okay? So I'll be back next Tuesday. I appreciate you guys tuning in. See ya. See ya.